Yeah. Hey you. Hi there. Guys, it's March 2021. I can't even believe it. We're like, here. Where we is made the time? it. Don't worry. We made it. We made it. Guys, time has been flying by and as you know, we took kind of a crazy break uh-huh. from this past year. We barely got started with the podcast, <laughs> with the podcast, but we, we decided regrouped. to yeah. yeah. We needed it sometimes. Right. And we just decided that let's make life a little bit easier and have different elements of our show, which brings us to this audio only version. Ooh, we stepping up. We're we stepping, stepping up our podcast. Guys, we're in Dolly. Quinn's Highlander. <laughs> Yeah. Full studio setup in my highlight. <laughs> Y'all don't even understand how wild this looks. I will tell you it's oh wild. Um, but anyway, so but we're we're doing it and we decided to do it in the car because we've done all, so many things in the car. We've done a theme song mm-hmm. in the car, we did our little video, we've done intros to other um uh, episodes in the car in this particular car and so we make magic happen <laughs> right, in cars right, apparently right do what so you gotta do. so yeah. we decided like like let's just keep the ambiance the same and then like let's just sit in the car and do girl talk that way so here we are here with we microphones are. set up just trying to spice it up a notch. Yeah. You know? And we got a non-edible you need to try this segment right now. Yeah, Meeks, congrats. Congrats. Got your yes. wish. <laughs> congrats. Yes. He can finally listen no to our podcast. <laughs> no mukbang. Yeah. But I did want to mention. Tell us. Jen is a huge supporter of anybody that's doing anything cool. Yeah. And gadgety. Yeah. And gadgety. And anything that makes your life easier or helps somebody out in some way, whether it's music or the environment. <laughs> um, but she is a proud supporter of Kickstarter. Why mm-hmm. don't you tell everyone what Kickstarter is? Well, it's basically a crowdfunding platform. And if the creator that puts out this project reaches their goal, then everyone that selects little reward packages... Um, that they present and offer. They work on getting their product manufactured so that they can give out these rewards. And so um, it's Jen, so... Mel and I get to win, win, win. It's a win, 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 no matter what. When Jen supports these businesses, guess who gets part like, hey, of those guys. reward packages? <laughs> it's Mel and Quinn. Yeah. Hey, but guys, do you want to try this? Yeah, yes, we, we wanted to actually. talk about well, something. I don't cool. ever ask you as I just give, like, yeah. look what I got. Yeah, that's We're, true. And, but we are always excited. Yeah. I know we are. But this thing we wanted <laughs> to tell you guys about, it's called thelastobject.com. Yes. Um, so a 29-year-old girl, yes, female, founded um, in 2018. Her Lady. name is Isabel. Uh, she lives in Denmark. But she started Denmark. this company. And what she did is her mission is zero waste, easy to clean, and made to last products. So oh. she carries a reusable cotton swab, tissue, reusable tissue, so kind of like a handkerchief, old school idea. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then the last round, which is Mel and my and Jen's um, most recent favorite yes. from Dude, her. So cool. It is cotton rounds. So and I feel so horrible using one cotton round for anything and just throwing it in the trash because yeah. they're so well made. Mm-hmm. But this one, um, Mel was checking them out too that you can use it up to a thousand times. Yes. So we just throw it in a little bag, throw it in the washing machine with our towels whenever we wash towels and you have a brand new cotton round. Yes, yeah. that's each round. There's like six of them. Um, there's so there's seven. So seven. one for each day of the week. Yeah. 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 Well, that's 7,000 uses if you can do the math. <laughs> yeah. And then they're in this like cute little... Um, 
Like a carrier Yeah, Like just a little big carrier case. Mm-hmm. And then like it's they have six so different colors. Perfect. So cute. So cute. But I've been looking for something like that. And I told Jen recently, I really want to use reusable cotton rounds. She's like, oh my gosh, I have something coming. <laughs> it's so crazy. But we started using that and we just really love her product. And um, she's excellent customer service. I know Jen's um, talked yeah, to the company. Yeah, yeah. I actually didn't, I didn't get my reward and I didn't notice. Because that's how wild my kick. <laughs> started supporting is but i really like this brand i i actually supported the last tissue project and then it came with the last swab as an, an add-on so of course i got both because um why wouldn't i <laughs> why and, and then um and then when i got the rounds I, I reached out and just said hey i didn't get my reward but i just never saw the link i guess and so with without hesitation they replied right away and just said oh no problem we'll send it to you and they said which colors would you like so i got to just tell them ah oh, just give me like whatever what do you think all the colors all yeah. the colors and then um yeah they sent that and because she knew that i supported the last tissue because i told them hey i really like your last tissue products and the last wild products i got in that as well so i really like what you guys are doing um they had i guess they inserted a new like silicone separator for last tissue to separate the clean from the dirty but it's so cute That's in great. that little last tissue one because it it says the last tissue last says last tissue, tissue on it. <laughs> so it's Your so fifth cute. or seventh, I can't remember how many are in yeah. there, but they're also coming out with a tissue box yes. for your desk or for your home. So I'm it's excited. not just um the last tissue packet comes in what looks like a travel um tissue yes, packet. So but this one's gonna be what looks like a full box for your desk. I think that's so cool. It's really neat. And that was like a, the people gave suggestions and they got it. But mm-hmm. I just love it and it's crazy because those cotton rounds, like when you fill them they they feel like cardboard. Hard, hard whatever. Hard card scratchy scratchy. Yeah. And then it you know, you put your product on there, and it's immediately it soft like cotton. Yeah, it's yeah. soft. It's and it's, yeah, it feels so good on the feels skin. So good. I actually don't necessarily always put my cotton rounds in the laundry. Like I, it, you can get a little laundry. What, what do you call it? A yellow laundry bag or something. Yeah. Little netted thing. Anyway, <laughs> I mean sometimes I don't even wait to put that in there you, it, you can actually just rinse it with some soap and water and like like air dry yeah yeah, yeah. so, so cool. that's very convenient um, saving the that. environment woman owned yeah. like yes. come on yeah female supporting females you hey. know how we do up in here <laughs> from across the world all day isabel future podcast isabel <laughs> yeah you doing did, it girl <laughs> hey melon what did you check out today well, today I more. had the absolute pleasure of going to Lima Ha'i Massage Therapy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I specifically actually got like a procedure, some uh, procedure kind of done. It's called Stomach and Waistline Love Handle Package. Um, tell us about tell that, us. Girl, you, um, you know, it's basically like I'm trying to like, you know, get it right, get it tight. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like... <laughs> Look, it's science, okay? It's this machine, a couple different machines. She uses it, and it, like, slims your waistline. I was tripping, like, there's before and after pictures, and it's it's pretty a big, it's a noticeable difference. Mm -hmm. And I was like, wow, I was probably, like, 30 minutes on each side. 30 minutes on my stomach, 30 minutes in the back, and I was like... Okay. That's not very um, long for you to notice results on your long. own body. That's why. I, was I like, would wow. think you'd need multiple yeah, sessions like for that. Yeah, like two hours or yeah. something. Like what? Yeah. So what's it doing? Like just like shooting and killing the fat? What's happening? Okay, look, listen. I whatever it is, it's great. School attender. Okay. Same. But it's like yeah, they, <laughs> it's like some attender. sonic waves or whatever kind of <laughs> waves and the frequencies of which is killing the fats and that's what it does, basically. So yeah. cool. in a nutshell. Yeah, and you don't need to know what. 
it is to get it done. So go and hit them up. Where, where, yes. what, what is the name again, Mel? It's Lima Ha'i Massage Therapy. So they also offer massage as well. So they do cupping, mm-hmm. um, different massage techniques. And it is really a great facility. It's been open for about five years. Um, Lima Ha'i actually means skillful hands. So yeah, I love on. that. It sounds like that's exactly what they have. Yes, and that's exactly <laughs> what they have. And I love it because I know the owner, like her, her mom's maiden name is Lima Ha'i. And so she was like, I was like, I love that you named that. She's like, it just, it was, it Beautiful. just was meant, meant to, to be. be. Like it fit. Yeah. I was like, dude, it was written in the stars before, like. You were even born. Like, I know that's Isaac so, loves I love that too. Oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. Dear friend Jade Isaac Snow, loves that. Jade Snow. Oh, Jade. they they actually um yeah they got me a certificate for their services. I oh, did you go yet? I I you know what what I do I save it for like the perfect moment and mm. then the perfect moment comes and goes, but now that I know you can burn fat and you know yeah I'm burn, burn. I was like yeah so I, of course I wanted to go there for cupping and I was like oh what okay you know what, what Mama's trying to handle fun this thing yeah <laughs> so they have Why a website not? um it's limahaimassage dot com yes. l i m a h a i massage dot com yes. or check them out on Instagram I believe their Instagram handle is limahaimassage also yes. And Just shout out to Gabby. Money. Thank you. I love you for taking care of me. You're the best. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of body care... We just finished a diet. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, Jen and I are kind of still going. We're yeah. motivating each other. Mm-hmm. But I started this diet. It's called the Whole30 Diet. It's 30 days. But I started, I did it for the first time last year for a month, the mm-hmm. 30 days. And then. That was during the lockdown? Yes. Mm-hmm. During the lockdown because, I mean, there's literally nothing else. Yeah. Do, so. Why not? Well, let me try and get in shape. <laughs> <laughs> and then I did it again in the fall. And then just now again, um, Jen and I were talking about it late last year. And then she wanted to jump in with us. So it's called the Whole30 Diet. But it's basically no alcohol, sugar, grains, legumes, which are beans, um, including soy. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Beans. Um, so any plants that bear fruit that grow in pods. Oh, so interesting. That's a no-no? Like peanuts, yes. Oh, that's a no-no. Okay. Soy and dairy products, which Mm -hmm. is good for you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) The one thing, um, so yeah, this is my third time doing this diet. You're still allowed to eat. And then this is how I kind of fell in love with cooking, which is how our the birth of my own segment, yes. Cooking with Quinn, oh, cooking with Quinn is with from Whole30. Because, you know, my parents aren't trying to do no Whole30 diet. Yes. So I had to do, my yes. sister, my brother-in-law and I did <laughs> mm-hmm. cooking um, the first time I did Whole30 with them, which was their second or third time also. So started doing this diet Jen jumped on and then um how do you how do you feel with none of that in your system oh my gosh you after guys, a month you guys like honestly I'm so proud of them yeah it I was into that no sugar um, no oh you God. think you can't it's it's yeah. not it's actually not hard when the food's good and mm. and you're not starving you're yourself you're already pretty disciplined when it comes to dairy yeah, no. so it's just yeah. imagining like mm-hmm. for 30 days cutting out a few extra things yes yeah yeah so so yeah i mean it's um i I'd, I'd have to say I noticed immediately that I had a lot more energy mm-hmm. um, and just like I mean like I feel so much more productive right now yeah. and then even my 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 body like like you know it, it, honestly there wasn't too much pounds lost per se but then there definitely is 
loss. Yeah. Like, I, I definitely, my clothes fit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, I can tell. Yeah. It's can not about from... the scale. I just want to yeah. say mm-hmm. it is not about the number on that scale because you can lose, like, pant sizes and, like, barely lose pounds. So, look, mm-hmm. first of all, people yeah. don't look at the scale. Mm-hmm. I just want to say that. And in the, in the Whole30 diet, like, if you follow it really, if you're really strict about it, they have journals and things that you can buy in that whole program. Mm-hmm. And they talk about non-scale victories. So, mm-hmm. not jumping on the scale. Like, how do you feel this week mm-hmm. do you have more energy do your clothes fit differently just you're, noticing you're like your a body lot more sharper exactly. yeah. mm-hmm. as far as like at work or mm-hmm. if you're writing or whatever so i really i really enjoy it because you still get to eat you're just way more aware of what goes into your body yes. mm-hmm. and i feel like you definitely save money I mean, not that we're going out too much right now but mm-hmm. you definitely <laughs> yeah. save money because you go to the market you're very intentional with the things that you buy mm-hmm. and like, Jen and I, we planned for the entire week at one time. So mm-hmm. we knew exactly what we were going to eat. Maybe not on that day, but for the seven days yes. in between we go to the market, we knew exactly what we were going to eat. So it takes the guesswork out of, oh, what should we eat? Or yeah. what should we snack on? Or what here's should we have thing. for breakfast? You're so. definitely giving me way too much credit. She basically goes, here's the menu. And I go, sounds great. <laughs> yeah. That's like, do you want this or this? <laughs> yeah. So, and then, I, and then I make sure, like, when we go to the farmer's market or we go to the, the store, the grocery store to get food. Uh, we've been going to Whole Foods for that. Um, I like maybe can help grab stuff, but honestly, I just push the cart and enjoy the food. <laughs> like, and I wash the dishes. Like, but and I've been Venmo. important. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and I just make sure she doesn't need for quit. free. Yeah. She definitely Venmo's me. <laughs> definitely does dishes. <laughs> yeah, but no, yeah. but I mean, it's 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 um, it's become something fun yeah. and it's like fun to look forward to. And creative, because you're yeah. like, Jen, there's a few times where Jen would call me. Um, at work <laughs> Stop. she'd be like girl you need to make this again like next week <laughs> and yeah. we never repeated recipes even if we found well, things Quinn we doesn't like to repeat it oh okay I okay, just yeah. I just like that you have literally the 30 days so oh, they, I like they, to change okay, okay, I like yes. to change it up yes yeah. of so, course yeah. I mean you can still do your protein um, you can have natural sugars I think I don't know too much about keto I know you can't really have sugar at all even if it's natural but on Whole30 oh. you can have fruit okay yeah I so would that's not. how we would get like our dessert we would mm-hmm. have apples with almond butter Fruits and that would be like the important. most amazing thing ever you know so <laughs> oh this is delicious we've passed the 30 day mark i think we're on seven or eight weeks i think now but mm-hmm. we're still for the most part like five days a week still going with whole 30 yeah but then like so tonight we went to soda bowl and enjoyed some great korean <laughs> food yes. and and so that's that's a good thing it's it's just like not beating yourself up and then <laughs> and then again like making it more of a, a lifetime yeah. change if anything yeah. Life, yeah. yeah lifestyle for sure yes i have a hard time with the uh, with the word diet like i feel like <laughs> mm-hmm. this is it's like a it's a you're changing your mindset you're changing the way you think about food and like you know what i mean and that's what it's all about and like, mm-hmm. i feel like diet is so like oh i'm just gonna try this out but it's this like is something that you guys restriction can, i think yes, right so you this, feel yes junk but, about it but then you can really find something good that fits with what you do yes what your lifestyle is and still be able to cook and still be able to eat mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's not i mean I did the whole I like intermittent fasting thing, which works for me too. But I mean, girl, I'm gonna eat, so it's nice it to be able to be on a diet that you can eat and, and not have limits. Whole 30, no limits. Whole thirty day of life, not yeah. whole thirty diet. Yeah. But you guys should check it out or like send us a message if you want to talk to us about it. But um, there's tons of resources online. 
Um, I want to say the girl's site that I cook from was 40aprons.com. She's excellent, though. Mm. She replicates a lot of things you eat normally. It's just without the sugar and all the junks. It's it's still mind-blowing to me. Like, the recipes, guys, are actually delicious. They look delicious. Mm. When you see Quinn's... When I see your post, I'm like, oh my mm. gosh, that looks delish. What <laughs> so the heck? Good. And it's so easy. Like, the good thing about Whole30 is you keep the ingredients Listen, to a minimum. That's my kind so of So you're cooking. not spending a whole ton of money. Like, you're buying... D- meals with five or six ingredients Ugh, it's just all wholesome that's how you get the name no the other day oh, you know dude the other day quinn made chicken tikka marsala and it's because i was talking <gasps> about indian so food good oh you yeah. know what's funny i've been talking about indian food lately what the heck i love i anyways, need to make mal some whole 30 indian, indian food, food. no yes, no bro. it's it's crazy like I, I would have to say like there have been some notable things with my skin that have been um, mm. amazing which basically leads me to believe that i'm allergic to something yeah. And oh, that, that you might have that, been uh, right. that you stopped consuming. Right. And so, again, oh, okay. If you follow the program and you're really strict, there's a reintroduction period where it tells you from day 31 and on how you add things back to your diet, Slowly. so you can figure out what like kind of how like you don't eat beef, right? You yes, don't have beef no soup. Beef, no mm-hmm. That's it's kind of like that where you slowly add things okay. back and you feel how you See feel how your, your body, body feels. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then you know what you don't really process mm-hmm. really well, mm-hmm. and then I mean it's not that you can't have it ever for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's just you know that if you eat this, this is yeah. your body's reaction. You want to feel that? Is, yeah. Or do, what, what's worth it? You know what I'm you're saying? Giving yourself a <laughs> yeah. heads up if you're gonna yes. consume that. This is what's gonna happen. <laughs> but I mean, I kind of jump back into everything at a minimum. But like so, but it's you this know part of that. This is also your third time doing this, yeah. so she's a pro. You know, she's got That's this. Great. Um, can I talk about one more thing that of we didn't course. mention? Okay. Um, no. Because we're talking, about, <laughs> we're talking about, about health and wellness. I do have to definitely send a shout out um, to Armando Garza of Garza Wellness Center. Yes. Um, Dr. Garza. Yeah. Dr. Garza is really, he's so good. No, have you gone yet? Um, Yes, yeah. I did go oh, one time. Awesome. Yeah. He is he is amazing. Yeah. That was my first time ever doing it, and yeah. I was scared. And he just was like, <laughs> yeah. And I mean, so I, I went. I go to him to get my neck cracked. I mean, like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, like I have so much tension in my body. So he offers um, chiropractic services, but um, the cool thing is, is he does other wellness things, like, like if you have allergies or you have other things that aren't bones. Like there's or methods, yeah. right? There's methods that he have that mm-hmm. can, that where he can communicate, um, have your body communicate to your brain, um, to your different body parts to be like, hey, fix this thing. I don't even know. I'm not doing a great job of explaining to it, <laughs> explaining it. But you know, you can, I, you can go in. Um, you can Google Gar- Garza Wellness Center if you want. Um, he is the nicest guy. The nicest, yeah. so comfortable. Like it's just great. I nice I went to see him without having any issues because mm-hmm. I sometimes every once in a while I'll hurt my back but it was nice <laughs> to see him so that he has a marker for me like when I go back like he knows whatever like yes. on, on my body but he was telling me when I laid on the table oh you're like an inch and a half off here and I'm just like what yeah how do I not know this yeah. or yeah. I'm standing and he's looking straight at me and he was telling me like one of my shoulders is higher than the other yeah and it's not things that we can see but we he's know, trained yeah. obviously he's a doctor to like notice yes. those things mm-hmm. but after I saw him although I didn't have any pain after I saw him I felt, felt so much difference. taller and uh, lighter yeah. and there's a lot less pressure mm-hmm. everywhere 
And it was like this such a great, nice visit. I I would highly recommend that. Yeah. I'm so yeah. glad you brought that up. No, um I I just absolutely love what he's doing and he's just his whole vibe is really great. And mm-hmm. and so they're now on Instagram. You can follow them at oh, Garza oh, Wellness. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So at Garza Wellness and it's GarzaWellness.com is the website. But you can it talks a little bit more about it and, and like what he started doing is like showing how some of the adjustments are and gives information about wellness um on the instagram um so um but i would just recommend you guys try it and and they do take insurance um so you can go and call them and let them know what kind of insurance you have anyways i just i had to mention that because you know and and if you're scared about getting your necks and bones and things cracked like let me just tell you like sometimes your body needs the release Mm -hmm. yeah and uh, you have to go to someone that knows what they're doing. Yes. Oh my God! Please don't, don't try and do, do it. it yourself. Yeah. Go and see yeah, don't Dr. ask your Garza. friend. Don't tell somebody step yeah. on your back. Don't do yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways, that that's awesome. all I had to mention. I love that. Hey. hey. <laughs> <laughs> what a vocal that. <laughs> that was a moment. So, is there anything cool that you guys are like watching or reading or listening to these days? now that we're still basically in quarantine <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh there's so many things um i don't want to like go all the way in um on it but you guys you want you guys share because like, we've all been talking about what we've been listening to so what about you mel um i've definitely <laughs> seen as we are in the podcast world um i've been picking up more podcasts oh yeah i'm trying to you know <laughs> listen to different podcasts um okay. stuff like that um and one in particular, um, a friend of mine, Mariana, suggested, and but, but although it's because I heard Quinny and Jen talk about Brene Brown before, oh and yeah. and like actually a few times I feel like, and the I was like, expert. and so I saw my friend Mariana was talking about the podcast, and she's like, oh, it's so great, and I was like, you know what, I gotta check, I gotta check yeah. this chick out, I gotta check this chick out because these girls have been talking about her. Okay, Mariana talking about her, and so one specific, one specifically, she wanted to point out was. Um, to check out the episode with Sonia Renee uh, Taylor and uh, this this one specifically is called The Body Is Not An Apology mm. and it was just something that it's a very profound um, podcast for me particularly because um, body image is something I've dealt with all my life I mean who doesn't deal with that yeah. you know and uh, I have actually really recently had had some really serious body issues with myself just with the quarantine weight gain and how i've not been feeling myself because of the weight gain and it's just this this is a really great it's a great episode and there's just like a lot of things that um she has been bringing up that really just are like oh 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 and it's just yeah it's just not apologizing for for how we are literally born like we're all different sizes and that's just how we are and it's just it's a great it's a great episode if you maybe you're feeling like you have some body image issues and you need somebody to tell you like you don't have those problems girl you fine just the way you are yeah. and mel you look great mel, but the thing is you. you have to feel that yes. you look great mm-hmm. that's what it's about exactly so i love that you so and that i love that this up. podcast helps yeah. you yeah opens your my small little mind that i'm over here like oh what, what was me i'm so blue like no girl calm down you're, you're but we all do it i love renee and i love that name but she's a yes. wonderful human. Yeah, she's that a, the she's podcast is um, unlocking us. It's so unlocking us. It's literally yeah. that. Like the people you're like yes. you you nailed it, girl. That's a great podcast. And now, mm-hmm. um, she does have some available on like the other 
um, platforms, yes. but she actually is now exclusively on, on Spotify. Oh, okay. um, so all the newest ones, yeah, that. the newest yeah. ones are all going to be just there, but oh yeah, profound, a lot of the things they talk about, and the and she really yes. does a great job bringing, bringing the things out of mm-hmm. her guests, mm-hmm. like just asking those questions, and mm-hmm. and you can tell she's fans Real of them talk. too. Yes, yeah. she yeah. is. She so is. it's really neat. Oh, everyone's fans of hers. Yes. So it's cool. So after you listen to all the Hey You Hi There episodes. Yeah. <laughs> hop on over to Brene's <laughs> channel. Check her out. Oh my gosh. We gotta manifest meeting her that. for real. Be, oh so my awesome. gosh. Yeah. I love that. So um, I've also been listening to a random podcast. I listen to random podcasts, but it's <laughs> one that I'm listening to now is called Voices in Our Heads. Yeah, you talk it about that a, a lot. Sounds wild. Sounds but like it's, <laughs> Her name is Christina Hutchinson, and she's a comedian out of New York. And she has a partner. They have another podcast, but I really got into listening to this podcast. I heard it and she's like, hey guys, I'm just going to talk about things that are cool and things that I like and things that I'm watching and things that I'm doing. Of course, this was like pre-COVID, but she started like a rollerblading group. I don't know that there's a group, but there's merch and it's called Babes on Blades. Yes. And I love that. Jen and I like love that. We like laugh all the time about she, that. Yeah, we're she not told me to watch it and then, and then I just, all I did was hashtag Babes and Blades via text. And she was I love like, it. we're cracking up. So funny. But I love it. Like, she's a comedian. So of course it's like oh, funny. Okay. Everything. No, um, she like goes ooh. off on random things. She's actually yeah. hilarious. And she just got a dog or she got a puppy um, during quarantine because she lives alone. <laughs> Uh-huh. And she named her dog Kevin, and <laughs> our friend Shan and Jess. They have pets, and I call all their pets Kevin. Oh, really? So so funny that Christina <laughs> Hutchinson named her dog Kevin because I literally call all their kids Kevin. Oh my gosh! But, <laughs> even though they, that's not their name. Yeah. So um, <laughs> recently, um, she she shares books that she's into also. And I really, I've always said that I wanted to be part of a book club, but I asked the girls if they wanted to read with me, Mm -hmm. um, which I love because I've always wanted to be part of a (laughs) book club too, but I was like, I don't really read a lot. Honestly, I used to read hella a lot. Totally. And Uh, there's one, there's one, um, book that we're all reading together that we're going to talk about in this episode of the podcast, but there is this book of poems called Pillow Thoughts, I believe. The author's name is Courtney Peppernell, but she has Pillow Thoughts 2, 3, 4, I think maybe up to 5. Mm-hmm. But it's a book of poems. And oh I my love gosh. poetry. No, oh, it's so, so good. mentioned this book to me and like, it's look, I really, so really, really, really cute. gotta read this. So I wanted to read one to Mel and to our listeners. Oh, please do. I'm excited. Are you guys excited? No, okay. Frick, I'm okay. excited. No, here's the, the thing. Frick. Here's the thing, Mel. I, she read it to me and I literally like cried I know you hard told me. right after okay, I cried. Look. <laughs> it was oh wild. We both cried. Okay, well, okay. here I go. <clears throat> and they're, they're like, so short. Everything fits on a short. page, so if you just want to read a few poems to start your day, like, that's, I love, that's great. I love that. Okay, no title. I think that if you let me, I'd treat you like the sky. I'd join up all your insecurities, bundle all your flaws into a new constellation, and search for it endlessly. I know you don't see yourself the way I see you, and you still argue when I call you beautiful. But all the things you can't stand about yourself are all the things I can't stand to go a day without. I think if you let me, I'd build an observatory just to show you that all the stars in the universe will never shine as brightly as you. 
That was freaking beautiful. I was making a conscious effort not to cry, so that's why I'm not crying. Because I was like, no, I'm not crying. Like this poem. Thank you. Read the one before it. You know I'm all about the stars, guys. Read the short poem before it. Read the one right before. It's a super duper short. It's like three lines. I have been a little off balance since the day I met you. This is because I had never known what it's like to be perfectly aligned. Oh. I know I can't. I can't. I can't. I, so good. It's called Pillow Thoughts. Courtney Listen. Pepper now oh, posts it somewhere. Like it has a little jellyfish on there. <sighs> there is a reason why <sighs> she used a jellyfish. I don't know why I love but I gotta so look much. it. That's up. so crazy. And all the pillow thoughts in the series, a poem mm-hmm. series, they all have the jellyfish on the cover. But, but that's so yeah. interesting. Well, I, I wanted a jellyfish tattoo, so this is kind of crazy though. But here's the thing Pillow though, thoughts. not all not all of them are like romantic, like yeah. like happy. Okay. There are some really, really it's sad ones. But, but she goes so... in and everybody's experienced feeling sad mm-hmm. or feeling loved or feeling like they're in love. Mm-hmm. So it touches every it touches every aspect of that. your life. So that's a cool one to check out. Pillow thoughts. That's gonna be okay. Courtney Peppinell and the other book Christina Hutchinson our friend that's not our friend yet that will one day be on this podcast (laughs) reminded me (laughs) Christina reminded me of this other book that I've been wanting to read for the last five years I originally heard about it from Shay Mitchell love her Um, she's an actress oh yes she owns her own bag line that me and Lena both love. Oh, really? <laughs> yes, but it's called The Four Agreements by Don Miguel Ruiz. Mm-hmm. I always want to say Ron. It's Don. <laughs> but um, I heard about this book from Shay Mitchell, and then Christina Hutchinson on her own podcast decided there's so much, so many things to cover in this book that she was going to do an episode per chapter, basically. Wow. We're going to speed that up a little okay, on the yes. Hey You Hi There podcast, and we're going to go half the book. <laughs> yeah. So the intro and the first two agreements. But this book is based off of the Toltec wisdom book. Um, the Toltecs, I'm not a historian, but they're around <laughs> before the Aztecs in Mexico. So it's an ancient civilization, much like the Greeks and Egyptians and everything. So, um... I think we can all agree being very spiritual and into these types of things that um, old world history, Mm -hmm. um, even being Native Hawaiian, all of us, that any of those ancient older teachings, there's so much value in learning that because we didn't have the internet. You didn't have a doctor at every corner. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You didn't have a 7-Eleven you could grab Mm -hmm. ibuprofen at. But in um, the ancient teachings, it's like they teach you how to be healthy and how to take care of yourself, how to take care of others. So this book is basically tapping into that. But the author used to be a surgeon and he got into a car accident. And I don't know if that was just the catalyst for him becoming an author, but he met up with his mom and then he changed his whole career into writing this book. And it was published in 1997. And it talks about the agreements that we make with ourselves and how they're built and how that forms our personality and mm-hmm. how our personality can be great or can be damaging. Mm-hmm. So that's basically what the whole book is about. That's the premise of the book. So we're going to kind of go through, instead of um, one episode per chapter, we're going to start with chapter one. We're going to do two and three. So it's basically the introduction and the first two agreements that we're making with ourselves. But something cool that we wanted to read and just have great conversation with you guys. And... We'll kick it off with what the four agreements are, and it starts with the book of law. So, 
the introduction or the first chapter is called uh, domestication and the dream of the planet so basically domestication is us being children babies children learning things from our environment from society from the church from our parents mm-hmm. from our neighbors anybody that watches as teachers um as young children we don't know anything mm-hmm. right our minds are so moldable and all we want to do is seek approval from those around us especially adults yeah. so anything that we're taught especially from our parents or anybody that raised us um that's how you form your morals and your values which become the book of law and then you have two halves of you which are the judge so the judge basically decides every decision and if that action is good or bad and it's based on your book of law your book of law being your morals and your values that you've learned growing up and the other half of you is the victim so the judge then goes and says you're good you're bad based on these things and the victim side of you is the one that takes the guilt and the shame and mm-hmm. the pain and that's what you live with and that's if you feel victim if you're not following the book of the law mm-hmm. based on the judge so i just wanted to read like a couple of quotes um out of this half book that we read so far page 17 was like the biggest cry that i used my last tissue (laughs) (laughs) Uh, so it's basically the whole thing is highlighted but i just wanted to read a few excerpts and then like let's kind of chat about it okay but um to be alive is the biggest fear humans have Death is not the biggest fear we have. Our biggest fear is taking the risk to be alive. The risk to be alive and express what we really are. Just being ourselves is the biggest fear of humans. We have learned to live our lives trying to satisfy other people's demands. We have learned to live by other people's points of views because of the fear of not being accepted and of not being good enough for someone else. We create an image of how we should be in order to be accepted by everybody. Trying to be good enough for them We create an image of perfection, but we don't fit this image. We create this image, but this image is not real. We're never going to be perfect from this point of view. Never. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important to remember that you want to be this perfect person Mm -hmm. to please everybody, whether it's your wife or Mm -hmm. your husband or your children Mm -hmm. or your parents or whomever society, but trying to attain perfection is never going to happen for anybody because it's unreachable so anytime you don't feel like you're hitting that perfection line you feel like a failure Mm -hmm. but we just need to learn how to live our lives basically is what this whole book is about and not take it so hard on ourselves yes but also perfection is based on what you believe to have in your book of law Mm -hmm. so everyone views perfection in a different way Mm -hmm. and everyone like some are okay with perfection and some don't care like Mm -hmm. but it's it's all about like how uh, we continue to grow and learn right yeah so that's that's even crazier yeah then we skip to the next page and then there's another quote that kind of hit me but after domestication it is no longer about being good enough for anybody else we are not good enough for ourselves because we don't fit with our own image of perfection we cannot forgive ourselves for not being what we wish to be or rather what we believe we should be we cannot forgive ourselves for not being perfect we judge others according to our image of perfection as well and naturally they fall short of our expectations Mm -hmm. so i think one of the biggest expectations 
living in the U.S. is like the white picket fence yeah, American dream. The American dream. Where everybody kind Bullshit, of sorry. knows. Yeah. <laughs> everybody kind of knows that you go to elementary school and then you go to high mm-hmm. school, then you graduate, then you go to college, then you graduate, then you get married. And then you get married and you then you have kids. children and then you have grandchildren. Like there's there's this order of buying a house, there's this yeah. order of things that you should quote unquote That society do, has said we that, should do. That's what makes you successful. Mm-hmm. And if you don't check off all of those points, that means you're not successful or you're not perfect Mm -hmm. or you don't fit into society and that you should be judged. But that is literally just based on what society pushes onto us, that you have to have these things. Um, I I think about um, Evan's on repeat podcast where he was in an Uber with a driver and the driver asked what he does for a living and Evan said that he plays music and to which the driver responded oh that's it like how do you even support yourself mm. or he said mm-hmm. whatever he said mm-hmm. and it's because what he's not a doctor he's not this yeah. or that where but all of you guys i mean as musicians you're following your heart mm-hmm. you're still i mean everybody you can make loves a living live being music. a musician by the way you can make a living yeah, by doing it's the a things real you job, love to do just so y'all know so we got to pay taxes. Exactly. But mm, he was judged because <laughs> the driver's book of law decided yeah. that that is not an acceptable occupation yeah. to have exactly, to be yeah. successful. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. Mm-hmm. And that's like every interaction we have with people. Mm-hmm. They expect something of you. Like that quote was saying, like we judge others according to our own image of perfection as well. Right. So if I think that everybody should have a college level education which let me just say I do not mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I don't either and, you know, and owning a house and this and that and, like there's this all this long list of what could consider me to be a successful human being mm-hmm, mm-hmm. if I don't have those things but my society says I need to I will never measure up to that yeah right? yeah. yeah it's it's kind of it, it's so funny you say that and um, you were talking about that too um about college and yeah. like not feeling right about um, maybe putting that behind you and like it's only only in 2020 I think did I finally let go leaving college as a junior at the University of Hawaii at Manoa Manoa <laughs> but I was in criminal psychology that's kind of how Jen and I like found that we both love true crime <laughs> oh my gosh, um, yeah. <laughs> But I was in psychology, and I just, I didn't know where I wanted to go or what I wanted to do, if I wanted to join HPD or FBI, like, I was just kind of overwhelmed, and mm-hmm. then I kind of fell out of taking what I really, like, thought I enjoyed into, like, like learning it and memorizing it and doing all these things, you know? So, I decided to leave. I was really into my career at the time. I was working really hard at work, but not so hard in college, and I was paying for it myself, so... I sat my parents down. I said, hey, you guys, like, I don't think I'm going to be able to finish. And I beat myself up over that for the last 15 years. And only in 2020 did I finally release that. And I don't feel like a failure anymore for leaving. The wild thing is that my parents, who honestly, like, that's who I care about as far as my decisions and who I am as a person, is making sure that they love me and support mm-hmm. me. And not once after I met with them did they ever bring it up again. 
it wasn't like you're a failure. But you decided to beat yourself up for 15 years because of society's Like, I am a hard worker, but I I know, like, at times, I would kill myself, like, at work Mm. because I'm just trying so hard to prove myself Mm -hmm. to absolutely no one. to no one. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, like, I love working hard, and I love my boss, and I love my teams and everything, but... A lot of it had to do with me feeling like a failure. And only mm. last year was I able to let that go with the whole pandemic and that there's yeah. bigger things in the yeah. world. But it really is what we feel we need to achieve to be successful. Like, my parents didn't put that on me. Yeah. My sister, who has her bachelor's and her master's, never put that on me. Mm. My whole family, like, yeah, it was like when it came time to graduate college, was like, where's our invitation? And I was like, oh, guess what? I'm not there anymore. <laughs> like, for a little while, yeah, it was like really crappy mm-hmm. telling people that I didn't know what I wanted to do mm-hmm. with my life. But then after that, no one cares. Yeah. Everybody cares about you being happy. Your mm-hmm. friends, your family care about how much you love like that you're healthy and well and everything that's what matters in life so it's like really hard not to beat yourself up over yeah and you know what's crazy quinn is like even on top of that like so i mean i do have some mentors um that you know um some of which are are retired but Mm -hmm. retired like they live off residual income so they're millionaires and they don't have to work real jobs and if you talk to a lot of them, like a lot of them dropped out. One of them dropped out right before he was about to get his doctor's yeah. there's doctorate. Um, because I mean, he was able to find something better, but you talk to a lot of these guys and they tell you like, yeah, you don't need, you don't need yeah. a college education because mm-hmm. half like when you're a kid mm-hmm. and like when you're a child and people are like, what do you want to be when you grow up? They're going to, Pick whatever they think looks cool, yeah. like the yeah. firemen or like whatever they see in their community. Those are yeah. the only jobs yeah, they superhero. know. Superhero, yeah. right? I mean, the reason yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm me Batman. being a musician is just kind of like a fluke because I actually wanted to be a graphic artist. I just couldn't. I never knew that. Yeah. Well, I couldn't I draw very well. Like my brain, <laughs> my brain like had all these creative ideas, but mm-hmm. it could not communicate to my yeah. hand, and like it was so crappy. Like and like it's funny now, but oh my god, you have no idea. It was like just heartbreaking because because yeah. I wanted to do all these cool things, but I just wasn't capable of it. And and my mom's side, like that whole family, like all of them were creative. They could mm. all paint, or like my mom could make these cute little ornaments with Fimo. Like it's that I little love that. clay. Yes. I can't even tell you like how like ugh. anyways it doesn't matter <laughs> all you need to know is I couldn't do it and eventually somehow music came up and music became my art mm-hmm. and, and, it, and it turned into something I didn't even know being a musician was possible mm-hmm. when I was going to school and um, anyway these successful guys will tell you like like how do they expect you to know what you want to be like you know yeah. and and it's especially and, that young yeah, yeah. but like also, seriously yeah. i couldn't figure it out at 19 right. so why would you ask a nine year exactly yeah. and here's the thing that's <laughs> here's the thing that's even more profound is what they <laughs> what they say all the time when they talk about those things is it's it's asking the wrong question mm-hmm. that we shouldn't ask ourselves what we want to be we should ask ourselves how do we want to live mm, yeah i love that yeah and so it's just like but yeah. and and sometimes deciding what what how do I want to live it's like sometimes it's doing things you don't really enjoy because the things you love like doesn't necessarily get you there Mm -hmm. you know what I mean Mm -hmm. just like buying a house like buying a house is 
is an amazing thing and sometimes people look at it as a big goal and that's great and all but like some people do that and they break their backs and like have huge debts to try and get this dream house Mm -hmm. that they can't even afford Mm -hmm. and then in place when covid came around I mean, look at all the businesses. Like, that's a dream of a lot of people, too. Start your own business, and then you can't even survive because you can't pay for your employees Mm -hmm. because no one's shopping, because no one has money, because no one has jobs. I mean, it's crazy, and it's even more crazy that people in the government, like, I'm not trying to get political, but just saying that a lot of these guys are employees, too, so they don't know what it's like to own your own job, so it's really funny that these, that you can have people that say, oh, well, businesses need to pay their employees, um, need to pay for these benefits or pay this and that or like just assume that these businesses can stay open and actually mm-hmm. sustain that well, where like, is that money coming yeah. from? where is it coming from there's no money so yeah. like so covid really like did it did a number on everyone mm-hmm. where i everyone got really creative mm-hmm. and everyone yeah. decided like maybe Everybody i don't want to do this right yeah. so hearing you say that like i'm so glad that you've realized that mm-hmm. because yes. because listen i knew a friend that went to school um beauty school they completed it. They worked at a, like, fantastic Sam's for, mm-hmm. like, a month and quit and then ended up going to school to work at a elementary school um, doing administrative work. And that's where they've been for t- a couple decades. Ah. Like, mm-hmm. all that money spent and then yeah. you just decide, like... That's what's hard, too, is how expensive school is. And then you really feel like you're freaking, oh, what am I going to do? I have one option. That's it. And then if you don't do it. For one major or one career. And what if you don't like it? Yo, America, what's going on? I don't have money to pay for a second, third trial. Dude, yeah, like, it's insane. But but Quinn's does has done so many cool things for her career anyway so mm-hmm. it's really cool and that that's what i tried to focus on in 2020 that although yeah i didn't finish college 15 years ago and i stopped as a junior in college but a lot of people would be like i don't know why you just didn't finish for the last year but i'm also like i don't know why you didn't feed my bank account to pay yeah. for that yeah so because it's not free <laughs> here this doesn't What's that? yeah. that's yeah. another thing people can throw their emotions on yeah. what and, and give you advice but the advice they give is for free but yeah. they ain't doing nothing yeah. to help they're you they're so quick nothing. people are so we all are so and quick that's to judge okay, and that's why we're learning not to exactly Bye. finally realize <laughs> that there's more to life than feeling bad about a decision i made 15 years ago that not one human on this planet cares about <laughs> And we're all working together. <laughs> That's huge, yeah. Quinn. That's actually huge. Cause a lot of people, a lot of people don't like get over that, you know. Yeah, yeah. And it could be anything. It doesn't necessarily have to be college. Mm-hmm. It could literally be anything that you kind of stew on or sit with that yeah. happened yesterday past. or again 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. But it's all about moving forward and elevating. But on that note, um, going back to the book of law. So we talked about the book of law also ruling the judge. And then the judge talks to the victim, which is still us. Um, Can you guys name one thing from your own book of law? Like how you're raised? Like I'll start. Mm -hmm. I just have like a light one that I was thinking of. Um, Like saying thank you is in my book of law. Mm-hmm. My parents always, as a kid, were like, make sure you say thank you, mm-hmm. or go trick-or-treating, say thank you to the neighbors, to my mom or any like yeah. time <clears throat> they think that you didn't, they yeah. come down on you, like, yeah. did you say thank you? I, I didn't hear you say yeah. thank you. So it's like ingrained <laughs> in you. And it's not that you're not thankful, it's just you always remember to say thank mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure, Mel, you as a mom, make sure that Roman I says do. thank you to anybody. But that was a big thing for my mom. Yeah. And I and my I still live with my mom and she's every day. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, and I'm like, okay, yep, yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> and on the other side of that is that 
I am just hyper aware when people don't say thank you, mm-hmm. not just to me, but like, too. Yeah. like at a restaurant, if the oh, table yeah. next to me, the server comes and then blah, 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 and you don't say thank you. Yeah. I just, I just am hyper aware of that because my parents always made sure that I knew mm-hmm. to say thank you. Wait a minute. Mm-hmm. Or like local style. Yeah. When someone tries to cut in the lane and you like, where's my shaka? Yeah. Yeah. I just let you in, <laughs> bro. say thank you, especially yep. in traffic. Here comes and my if middle you don't, finger. <laughs> and if you don't, you go straight into judgment mode, though, yes. right? It's like you're either like judging you're yourself yeah, for forgetting to say thank yeah. you. Like, I feel horrible sometimes, like, not saying thank you to someone I'll never see again because I know that I did that. Mm-hmm. But then if I see someone not saying thank you, I'm also like, you're the worst person. Yeah. Like, in traffic or something. Yeah, dare so you. can do that, too. Like, wait, it's crazy wait, how wait, that but, happens. But isn't it more funny that because we care that much, we will speed up to look at the person because we need to know who's the butthead. Yeah, yes, I need to look in your eyes so I, can, so I can roll my yeah, eyes at this you. Ungrateful quick. driver. How dare wow. you? Your mom yeah. didn't raise. And it's like so yeah. horrible because you don't know that we person's situation. don't even know situation. what the situation yeah, is happening. You ain't from yeah. Hawaii. Like, seriously. Oh my gosh. Anyways, yeah. Yeah, I love so, it. So, yeah. What about, what about you guys? You guys have like an example? I don't know. Mine was just. Mine's random. a little bit. I mean, mine's a little bit uh, kind of out there and dark maybe a little bit sort of but but i would have to probably say um uh, just to get personal because i feel like people out there may relate let's get personal hey um so my mom and dad are divorced and my dad left like right after like shortly after i graduated from high school and my brother was i guess he would be like about 10 or so Mm um and it was a really sad time um i remember being a kid seeing my mom deal with all of that and begging my mom not to leave my dad and i remember you know being obviously i graduated from high school and you know there's my dad was was not the best husband he was a pretty good father to me um i learned a lot of good things from him but not a great husband and you can imagine the worst thing a, a husband can do to his wife um and I think, you know, when I realized that, I remember at one time telling my mom, Mom, you can leave him. And it was weird because shortly thereafter she did. Um, and I just, that was so hard because it was so hard not to really, like, harbor that to myself. Like, oh, my God, if I, should I have just told her earlier not to leave him? Mm-hmm. Did she stay with my dad because I asked her to stay with him? Anyway, long story short with the whole thing with the dad i feel like you know there's some daddy issues there you know i feel like you know past relationships with men it's you there's no trust as much there because you don't know like if they kind of falter and maybe things they promise or maybe mm-hmm. maybe whatever their priorities are if they there's a slight change to it then you're mm-hmm. like oh there you go mm-hmm. coming up with something you're gonna probably like shaft or you're gonna do something dumb Just comparing that to your situation you, com- yeah. you compare to what i know what happened what yeah. i know of a man that has mm-hmm. made had made vows to to his wife mm-hmm. and not fulfilling them as a as a as a husband and as a father mm-hmm. to my brother right and so i remember being just really upset with my dad for those things i i, I actually felt like he fulfilled his duty as a dad to me mm-hmm. but still like the way he treated my mom the way he treated my brother and i just I just feel like I pass that on to other people, those expectations that, that, ugh, you're probably going to be this. You're probably going to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and, and I had, I was in a relationship where it was a pretty decent relationship, but we were young. And I remember, you know, um, my boyfriend telling my mom 
at one point like oh she should Jen should enjoy um, performing on stage now and being able to travel because at the time I was like touring with other groups and like just mm -hmm. collabing with people and while I was on stage doing the performance he turned to my mom and said oh Jen should enjoy this now because when we get married she's not gonna be able to do that and then I was like what are you talking about like I'm her manager and he goes he goes well I'm the head of the household so <laughs> and um <clears throat> I remember hearing that. I believe we broke up the same day. No, no, no. I mean, there was other things. There was other things involved, but, mm. but you know, it's the thing is, is like I realize now, like there's the things I could have done and communicated it, but because I believed that he was completely responsible for everything in the relationship on how successful is going to be, because he's the guy, mm -hmm. and like he should know. And then I didn't take any responsibility. And it took me, it took me a whole bunch of years um, where we, we, were, we patched it up. We talked and stuff, but it was just now and then. Mm -hmm. And it was crazy because, you know, it just, it was like still resentment for all those years for my dad and for any other guy. And um, that, that eventually, regardless of whatever I thought whose fault it was, I just realized, you know, it still has something to do with me. You know, yeah. mm -hmm. and eventually I was able to apologize for my part in it. And it's crazy because he passed away like a like a month after we reconnected. Wow. I mean, he's only 32. It was oh crazy. Gosh. I mean, it's been years now. And and I'd have to say, like, at least I don't have a regret there mm -hmm. that I was able to, to give my apologies because, yeah. again, we're young. But I feel like it. what put me in that headspace is just what I believed maybe, you know, men do. And what mm -hmm. you witness right. as a child with. I mean, that's your earliest example yeah. but of a man yeah, the, in a relationship. relationship. The most important man in your yeah. life, actually. Right, yeah. right. and I'm, so I'm yeah. not surprised that right now I'm not attracted as much to men as, <laughs> as I probably could have been at some point. <laughs> yeah. um, well, just because I have just a higher standard. Mm -hmm. and, and you know what? I don't look at this as anything that's horrible and yeah. like mm -hmm. I'm, I'm grateful that I can see this mm -hmm. and I can actually look at it and not beat myself up on it. Yeah. The way I look at it is hey, that's okay. Like, now I know that, you know, it, each person is different. Mm -hmm. And then now I know that, like, it's it's still up to me to decide, like, who I want to be with. And I'm glad I have high standards. I'm yeah. glad that I can yeah. look at it and not settle for just an average person. Mm -hmm. No, no. I know I deserve someone better than that. And whenever that person, whoever that person is, you know what I mean? It's just, like... I don't have to like blame my dad for that. Yeah. And, and like yeah. I can just I can be responsible for that. I don't know, sorry, I was like really long winded no, like, but still like no, no matter what happened in your life that that's what forms that whole book of law situation yes, is my opinion on those things. Yeah. I didn't mm -hmm. have the same experience because like both of my parents are still married. And they're the sweetest. And they really are the sweetest. So yeah. for me it really is hard to live up to that. But like that, um, that scenario with your dad and with your mom it's not something i experienced so i don't think yeah. about that at yeah. all yeah you know but those are your experiences and that totally f forms and creates like your what book of life. right and my mom yeah. stayed with my dad on top mm -hmm. of it it was it she said later is because she just thought she had to because her parents stayed together yeah. for years mm. her siblings were in marriages that lasted a long time that's her book of yeah. law right and no. mind yeah. you not all of them were happy there were some of the marriages that weren't the best yeah, I'm but sure. but that's all she knew is mm, but face value yeah they're together though and she did that not for her she did it for everyone for else. everyone yeah. else she thought for her kids and she thought for mm -hmm. her family and everything yes. and i'm not putting words in her mouth but mm -hmm. i'm like from yeah. the outside looking in, yes i totally get where she would have been coming from because yeah. 
yeah. I would have felt that way too. Yeah. Like yeah. same with my yeah. going, leaving college, you yeah. know, I felt bad for myself because of everybody else. Yeah. Yeah. It had nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And same thing with my mom too. Like I, bl- I told my mom too, like one day she was like, <laughs> it was like this whole crazy, I don't know where I was like being such a drama queen, <sighs> but you know, um, she was talking about spending money and this and that. And I said, you know, and I, and I had a mate, like I had a crazy emotional breakdown and I was like, I was like, I just don't want to be like you and just be home by myself for years and not be with someone and be happy. Like you just come home, you just work and you come home and you watch TV and you just sit there and like, you're not doing anything. And like, it just de- makes me depressed and I don't want to be like that. I don't want to be like that. Like, like that you were stuck in a marriage and so now you just don't want to be with someone. And then like, I mean, I just put together all these things and my mom just mm. said, you don't know. Like she goes, I do stuff. Like I do things like, and she goes, you don't know what I do aside from this. And she goes, so it's not, I'm not doing it and like giving up on things. Like mm-hmm. there's things I like to do and mm-hmm. there's stuff. And so my mom kind of had to like, let, let me know yeah. I, and maybe reassure me. It definitely was more of a reassurance for me and not her to be defensive, but but it really just bothered the yeah. crap out of me. Like, but, like, like, your standard of happiness isn't the same measure as hers. Right. So it's like, you don't want to be at home doing whatever it is you think that she's yeah. doing. But she might they actually have, be yeah. happy. Well, she that loves could make her. Right. She's a homebody, maybe. Yeah. And yeah. she <laughs> loves her grandkids yeah. so much. Yeah. I mean, she loves you and Bobby, of mm-hmm. course. But, right. like, grandkids are like a whole other level. Yeah. And yeah. She, like, Nobody exists anymore when grandkids are here. My mom's a strong woman. And, like, I'd have to say, like, yeah, she just. Mm-hmm. Um, but anyways, yeah, I just, I'm just grateful though. I feel like still there were things that I w- was instilled with me though, mm-hmm. whereas maybe that part of it's kind of different in how I view it. But I'd have to say like seeing my mom just like, like go through a lot of these yeah. really difficult parts in her life, probably by herself. Cause I mean, it's not like I helped her through some things mm-hmm. and I'm a wuss. So I don't know how my mom dealt with like, you know, like being like just years of just, my dad being an asshole yeah. yeah so anyway i'm not sure that he's like i still talk to my dad he's fine but anyways <laughs> you know i'm just saying like that's that's a huge huge that's thing huge. that yeah. daddy so, issues yeah, are a thing y'all yeah. yeah what about you mel um let's see uh something from my book of law i guess for me i noticed something in my book of law is that um I noticed this because I know I saw it in my son. So Roman, my son lately, has been very hard on himself when he doesn't get something right. Mm-hmm. Um, he's always, from a young age, been a perfectionist. Like from young, like when he's bu- building blocks, like Virgo. it needs. Yeah, very Virgo. When he's building blocks, it needs to be a like he just always has been very specific mm-hmm. on things. So he's a perfectionist, but. He's so much in the sense that he started hitting himself. Like, we were reading books and he did an all word and he started hitting himself. Oh, I don't want to get emotional. And, um, scratching himself. And he, he even said, like, I hate myself. I don't know anything. And, like, that broke my heart. And, like, I was, like, immediately, like, Roman, stop. You Don't be so hard on yourself, honey. You can't be hard on yourself. And, um, I noticed that I'm so hard on myself. And I literally beat myself up a lot. Mm-hmm we all do like everything we just talked about you know there's yeah. like we beat ourselves up and um you know it just i noticed that it was in my son too and so that that was hard for me because in the sense i was like oh my god that's in my book of law and like i'm like oh no is it in my son's book of law too now like but i mean i know that 
I can help him unlearn things or I can I can help lead a healthier way um, of thinking and uh, but yeah I mean I well you are doing that you and it impacts you so much because because you're saying you felt that way too that you would never want your son to feel like your frustration about yourself yeah mm-hmm. so it's something that you're really conscious about yes when you I'm see it happen, so conscious you know even more now like. in my son so yeah. I'm like wow mm-hmm. Melanie you really need to change yeah how you th- how you treat yourself and like mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know what because you... the buck stops here sis we're not doing this <laughs> this is not going down the line yeah. you're not passing this on or yeah. whatever no but, you're um, doing you do such a good job of like instilling positive mm-hmm. reinforcement with them too like you include them with everything like i try yeah I, I that's love all you guys you can they're do. so sweet they always just they're always like you're so you're the best mel and if I'm you were like, an asshole yeah. we wouldn't be your friend yeah. just period <laughs> Just period. Well, you know what? When you put it that way, then uh, I like that. But thank you. No, <laughs> I'm not an asshole. No, like you're. You really do. Like I just see like you always trying to work on just motivating yourself and like pushing yourself, meditating, like to yeah. put yourself in a positive space. And no one's asking you to do that. You're really no one doing tells it for you that. Yourself. Absolutely. Yeah. And like that's thank huge. Thank you. I love you guys. You're no. the sweetest. And you yeah. know what? It's true. Yeah. And here's the thing. We know. Like no matter what. Even, no matter even if we have the most perfect parents mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it doesn't matter they can do their best to instill yeah. on things and incorporate things to create a book of law for us as best as they, they know can. how based on what they were given but that doesn't mean we're not going to make bad choices that's yeah. true because we're in a different environment. Like, mm-hmm. you and Mel, you and I were talking about how Roman, he's so he's so woke, right? Like, these young kids are just aware yeah. of yes. things that we would never have thought mm-hmm. of. Or, or even, like, these, these the way they, they look at stuff. And, like, he's so advanced, you know? Or yes. Like and, like, my, back in the day, yeah. that, you know, like, you can't, you couldn't really feel. Like, you know, it's more yeah. like, nowadays it's more acceptable, mm-hmm. I think. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, yes boys and girls are it's okay to cry okay it's that's so important because it's very old school to say no boys shouldn't cry and all that no no boo don't feelings are feelings and we all have them so don't Mm -hmm. give me that Mm -hmm. anyways and you're lucky (laughs) if you marry a man that can cry yes yes you want you want to be with somebody that has emotions and that isn't can, gonna yeah. shut that down. It's not gonna shut down when they have, you know, like just is able to express them. Because yeah. when we shut down and we don't express our emotions, then it yeah. builds up and you come nuts like me. Well, you, no, girl, I mean, you just do your thing, and like that's why I don't got no kids, girl. It's like stress. <laughs> Girl, I can't. Oh, child. Like, I'm the auntie. You know what I mean? You bring your kid. You're and a your great kid, auntie. Go back listen, to your parents. You're such a listen, great auntie. If you're listening to this podcast right now and you have a child and your child's rotten, don't bring that child around me. I will look at that child with a really nasty face she and will. say, what are you doing? Come on. She will sign that kid's book of yeah. law. I will look at you and be like, where's your parents at? She will be imprinted in that book, in their kid's yeah. book of law yeah. room. And I was like, get over there. So you're going to get hurt. <laughs> it's all in love. It's yeah, all it's all... In hey, and there, we need that kind of love too out there, you know? Mm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure y'all don't, but... Anyways, I love, yeah, you, know, cool. they, you know, know that's like, yeah. you guys really like, kind of like, opening up. yeah, that's so Mine was just like, <laughs> everyone say thank you. Well, what are you talking about? Jen was so deep. You guys, yeah. it's, it's yeah, all yo, beautiful. All of it. 
Yeah. But, but Quince, the simple thing like thank you is, yeah. is yeah. there are jerks out yeah. there that don't say it. And and, and that bothers me too. Yeah, and I'm like, oh my gosh, that's me too. And I'm then so like, I'm like why do I even care? Yeah. But it's still because it's, it's so ingrained it's in me. Just yeah. from to young. be thankful mm-hmm. for anything and everything yeah. people do for you. No, but here's yeah. the thing. I, I would say like, and I hate admitting this, but my mom, I'm so spoiled. So I, I, I live with my mom. Same. Super spoiled. My mom will make who still want to cook well now Quinn's been cooking uh, my whole 30 mm-hmm. meals thank you Quinn <laughs> but my mom also will cook things so all the time sweet. not just yeah. for me for my brother she'll, she'll cook breakfast lunch for us and then like I don't know for me dinner so she'll just find out what I'm doing but like you know when she knows that my brother's gonna have his kids cause he's you know he, he's not with he's not married to the baby mama right um so you know he'll, when he gets the kids my mom will make make everybody meals put their names on it and oh my gosh things. and like my whole point on that particular thing is sometimes we take those things for granted mm-hmm. because it's always there that that when she when she's like here here's your come, come grab your dinner come grab your lunch sometimes you grab it and sometimes like i feel like did i even say thank you or did i just grab mm-hmm. and be like this mm-hmm. looks great like i might be like oh my god this food and walk away yeah. and then realize and sometimes i find myself yelling from like down the hall like thank you me too oh because, my gosh because because I, I realize oh I didn't even say thank you. I just talked yeah. about how great like, the yeah, food smells. I'm so excited. Yeah, oh my God, yeah. I can't yeah. wait. Yay. Yeah. So, I mean, fortunately, you catch yourself up, but mm-hmm. sometimes you do take things for granted and you do kind of, fr- fr- you just assume it'll always be there. Mm-hmm. And like, you, you can't, you can't do that. Like, yeah. it's, it's just good to just remember and like, everything and, is precious. Absolutely. So, Every moment, uh, everything. So like with that said, um, we have tons of agreements, like the book says, we have tons of agreements that we have with ourselves. This book is called The Four Agreements, so there's literally four, but these four are supposed to help us pick out those agreements that we made with ourselves that make us feel horrible or ashamed or in fear of life and turning that around and um, promising promising to ourselves what we need to agree upon with our own within ourselves yes to live better lives healthy happy lives yeah so the first first agreement is called be impeccable with your word so i was thinking when i read that i was like do i even know what impeccable means and (laughs) if i had to guess off the top of my head is basically perfection yeah like that's impeccable Mm -hmm. but it it literally in latin is trans translates to without sin Mm. Yeah. So having words Me, without sin. So basically, <laughs> lies. <laughs> basically, without sin is to have words that are kind, to have mm-hmm. words that are good for are ourselves pure. and for others. Yes. Mm-hmm. But this quote, um, in a way, it kind of goes against it because it's saying that you might not remember what people said. But this quote is from Maya Angelou. Mm. If you Google Maya it, Angelou. other people mm. will claim that they've said it. I don't know who said it, but. I heard it from Maya Angelou, and it is, people will forget what you said, what you did, but will never forget how you made them feel. Mm, but accurate. I believe even even with words, especially with words, if I tell you something horrible, mm-hmm. you may not remember the exact words I said to the T, but mm-hmm. you will always be like, oh, Quinn made me feel horrible. Mm-hmm. I don't like Quinn. I don't even mm-hmm. remember what Quinn did or said. <laughs> she but did to me. Yeah, accurate. and um, that <laughs> yeah that it, it happens that it one happens time she did that one day. thing but i don't know exactly. what but it was terrible <laughs> mm-hmm. i hate it but like mm-hmm. words are so powerful yeah. to others and to yourself but with that let me reference the book we're gonna go to page 26 uh the word is not just a sound or a written symbol the word is a force it is the power you have to express and communicate 
to think and thereby to create the events in your life. But like a sword with two edges, your word can create the most beautiful dream or your word can destroy everything around you. Mm. Sometimes when I'm having a bad day, Jen is one of my best friends ever. Sometimes when I'm having a bad day. 19 years? I don't even know. We're getting up there. <laughs> it's 2021. It's like 20 years, I think. Yeah. Holy shamali. I love 19, it. 19. Um, mm. But pretty much, I, like, I could be having a bad day, and I'll call Jen, and Jen's normally not having a bad day. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, go outside mm-hmm. and like tell yourself that the trees are beautiful and the sky is beautiful. I'm just like, no, mm-hmm. I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to do that. I just want to live in my grouchiness. Yeah. And it's so wild because every once in a while I don't tell her but I'll listen to her and the the I have such a better day mm-hmm. acknowledging the beauty that's around us yeah. especially living in Hawaii but yes. acknowledging great things versus acknowledging getting out of bed on the, I'm getting out starting the day off on the wrong foot mm-hmm. what is it waking up on the wrong side of the bed waking any of that side of the bed all it of that changes your mentality when you wake up and you want to be positive and you want to focus on great things. So that's basically what this whole chapter is about is spreading, talking, talking to yourself about positive, great things. Wait, here, here's the thing, though. Right before you continue mm-hmm. into that, I just want you to know the whole so beautiful thing. There was a, there was a guy at the Ocean Queen store, well, Alamoana, but I, I don't know if they're still there anymore. Um, but there was this cool, oh, is his name Loco? I can't remember. Anyways. Um, it's just it's at the tip of my brain. He's the one that told me that because these are a lot of um, ancient forms of thinking. Mm-hmm. And he said it's all about good karma. And so mm-hmm. he's actually said he's from a third world country. Um, and he said um, now he does. He was telling me all these cool things they were doing. Like if they have like a flawed, um, you know, uh, you know, blankets or, or wrappings in the store, he will find homeless people and give them the, the thing. And I was like, that's so thoughtful. He goes, well, good. It's good karma. And he goes, he goes, you know, we practice good karma because you never know. Like, he goes, it doesn't, good karma and bad karma doesn't have to, um, you don't, doesn't have to come at you in this lifetime. Mm-hmm. It could probably come at you in, in another lifetime. Mm-hmm. So he said, like, he goes, like, if you, you could be, you can live in a first world country this lifetime, but if you're a rotten person, you never know what's going to happen when you wake up in the next life. You could be, like in the slums you know mm-hmm. and so he's a, like he goes i came from a third world country he goes so now i try my best to just treat people better and he's the one that said go outside and you'd yeah, say so beautiful right. she did oh yeah, yeah she right. t- i told you yes. yes it's I it's so much. i know i love it so it anyway, really it's not did mine. help like mm-hmm. saying that and like literally and yeah. you were saying too specifically like in something in nature yeah, yeah. so he said he said it's when you wake natural. up in the morning you take a you take a deep breath he goes you make yourself a cup of tea or coffee <sighs> You walk outside mm-hmm. and you look at some part of nature, the sky, the trees, the flowers, just something, the mountains, and you just say, so beautiful. And you say it three times. Let's do it. Okay. So, so beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. So beautiful. <laughs> so beautiful. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. And you know what's crazy is that it's so simple great. and it's so true. I feel great. That was, so yo, true. that was just, that was just fun. I was yo, looking at like sitting, the silhouettes of the flowers in the dark. <laughs> we're sitting in the dark, but yeah. I'm just like still looking at these <laughs> yeah, clouds. The moon, <laughs> the clouds. It's 
street. It doesn't light. matter what time it is, it still works. <laughs> we Some love people nature. work graveyard shifts and they gotta look at the dark sky. Hey, yes. Everything's hey, beautiful. But I do have two examples from this chapter. I call it the ugly girl example. Oh, I hate that. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry. And the singing girl example. But they're great examples. Okay, great so example. listen, listen. Someone gives an opinion and says, Look, this girl is ugly. The girl listens, believes she's ugly, and grows up with the idea that she is ugly. It doesn't matter how beautiful she is, as long as she has that agreement, she will agree. She will believe that she is ugly. That is the spell she is under. Mm-hmm. We talk to ourselves constantly, and most of the time we say things like, Oh, I look fat. I look ugly. I'm getting old. I'm losing my hair. I'm stupid. I never understand anything. I will never be good enough. And I'm never going to be perfect. Let me pause and put my bookmarker in. Is that not all of us all the time? Mm-hmm. When we look in the I'm mirror, fat. we're having a bad day. It's it's <laughs> like we will pick ourselves apart so badly. And it just, it's so... From the moment it's you so wake sad. up. I do it's it so all the time. Because I don't oh, do Oh, what's that the new pimples anybody? on my face? Great, awesome. Seriously. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. I know. But like when we see each other, we're like, oh my gosh, yes. I love your hair, Mel. Mm-hmm. And then we go on with our day like yes. nothing. But when we're looking in the mirror, it's like, let's think about all the things we hate. Yeah. Do we see, or do, do you see how we use the word <laughs> against ourselves? Just like that. Mm-hmm. We must begin to understand what the word is and what the word does. If you understand the first agreement, be impeccable with your word, you begin to see all the things that can happen in your life. Changes first in the way you deal with yourself and later in the way you deal with other people, especially those who love you the most. Mm. But uh, just reading that, it's it's just such a great reminder mm-hmm. that we can't mm-hmm. be so hard on ourselves again. Yes. Yep. You know, so that's my ugly girl passage. Yes. My um singing girl again oh, so true page 34 there was a woman for example who was intelligent and had a very good heart she had a daughter whom she adored and loved very much one night she came home from a very bad day at work tired and full of emotional tension and with a terrible headache she wanted peace and quiet but her daughter was singing and jumping happily the daughter was unaware of how her mother was feeling she was in her own world in her own dream She felt so wonderful and she was jumping and singing louder and louder, expressing her joy and her love. She was singing so loud that it made her mother's headache even worse. And at a certain moment, the mother lost control. Angrily, she looked at her beautiful little girl and said, shut up. You have an ugly voice. Can you just shut up? The truth is that the mother's tolerance for any noise was non-existent. It was not that the little girl's voice was ugly, but the daughter believed what her mother said, and in that moment, she made an agreement with herself. After that, she no longer sang, because she believed her voice was ugly and would bother anyone who heard it. She became shy at school, and she was asked to sing. She refused. Even speaking to others became difficult for her. Everything changed in the little girl because of this new agreement. She believes she must repress her emotions in order to be accepted and loved. And you know what? Kids just want that love from their parents. Most kids. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, mm-hmm. they, they really want to please their parents. And if their parents say one thing, oh, it's, it's like soul crushing for them. Mm-hmm. That you remember, again, it goes back to the Maya Angelou quote. It's like, she might not remember exactly the words that her mother mm-hmm. told her. But for the rest of her life, she will associate her happiness and her singing with not yeah. wanting to do that anymore yes. because she upset her mom. Yes. 
and it had everything to do with her mom and what state of mind she was in and nothing, nothing to, to do, do with her. her but that's what we do to people mm-hmm. when we yeah. you know so nice to be push our, yeah <laughs> no but when we push <laughs> our <clears throat> bad feelings or not waking up and saying things are beautiful and trying to wake up on the right side of the mm-hmm. bed that's what happens unintentionally mm-hmm. through the rest of our day is that we take things out on each other yes. and we leave this just trail of mm-hmm shadows i don't know what yeah. you would say but yeah. Yeah. i mean like sounds great. Yeah. yeah and you know going back to the ugly girl or like how we mm-hmm. see ourselves um a big part of that that i've learned reading this book um taking notes is that like the makeup industry um self-care industry it tells us that our skin should be flawless and our mm-hmm. hair shouldn't be frizzy mm-hmm. and we should have double eyelids and our lips should be a certain shade and if they're not this is all of the things we're gonna sell you to make mm-hmm. sure that that happens because yeah, this no is the joke. standard. And you gotta fix yourself again. Like I, like we have close friends that are in the beauty industry, mm-hmm. and the difference I found is that it's the fun artistic. Point. Like I love putting on makeup and I love getting ready and yes. I love like dressing cute mm-hmm. or whatever. Like it's cool for myself, but I think the hard part for us in the society is that for people to feel like they have to yeah. attain a certain level of beauty in order to be looked at to or be accepted to be accepted mm-hmm. yeah and that's that's the real problem yeah is that you can have fun and you can get plastic surgery mm-hmm. or like get your boobs done or whatever to make you feel good mm-hmm. but to get them because you have to fit in or because so and so has them yeah. and you need to be exactly like that person I think that's when it becomes damaging yes most definitely yeah I'm not one to tell people how to live their mm-hmm. lives me either if you want to do all the things yeah. go right ahead but it do it because you, you want to do it exactly and not because you think that people are going to love you more exactly that's exactly. the difference yeah mm-hmm. you're the one that has to live with it nobody yeah. else yeah. everybody else yeah okay yeah <laughs> <laughs> well, wow, it's pretty deep. I mean, I, like, that's the thing that's, I, you know, this I gotta say, is. yeah, Ooh. this book is, like, eye-opening, y'all. It's gonna make you think, and it's mm-hmm. gonna make you, it's gonna make you be like, oh my gosh, for, oh my gosh, and it's gonna make you I cry. Yeah. I, think, I mean, we've said it a, a bunch of times, but the hardest part about this book is how we treat ourselves. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, you can't love anybody else if you don't love yourself. 100. RuPaul it's says true. it. Mm-hmm. You know, RuPaul he says it. If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you, you going to love anybody else? else? Can, Can I get, get an amen, amen up in here? Amen. Mm. Oh, child. Cue the music. <laughs> Don't get me started on RuPaul's Drag Race. Please do not. <laughs> like, when, you talk, when you were talking about TV shows, I was like, just do I go in or not? Y'all know. I'm on season 13. I'm caught up. <laughs> Mm. Quinny, I actually have a question for you. Ooh. Look, this is this is Quinny's deal, man. She loves. She's. <laughs> yeah, Quinny, you're going in. I yeah, she's going in. Love books so much. Me she too. did such an amazing job too, taking notes, just really rereading <laughs> and going over things. So I know you know your stuff, but I, can you give one negative and or one positive example of the word? <clears throat> I don't really have a like specific negative and or positive. I think it just depends how you spin it, but. I was thinking, I mean, I'm recently broken up. I think that might be the first time I'm sharing that with a group of people. But Share it, babe. <laughs> Share it. Um, you know, just, just talking story casually with people that I notice that people have a certain opinion that they project onto me about how long I should wait before I date or how long I should 
do some self care mm. or self searching <laughs> mm-hmm. or self soul searching. Find yourself, whatever. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. and and the thing is, everybody knows that. Like, if you get out of a relationship no matter how short or long they're like oh my gosh you should take time for yourself mm-hmm. you should do all the things and i mean even i even i bought into that for myself but mm-hmm. no one tells you how long or there's no like calendar date or months or mm-hmm. days or years that you should wait it's really just comes down to what happens in your life and that's okay mm-hmm. but it's how society places those words into your head or your friends or your family or whoever places those words into your head that tell you you should do this for this result mm-hmm. but no other direction is just like okay well when is it acceptable yeah, to there's start no dating? actual yeah. rule book whatsoever mm-hmm. there's just how society deems yeah. this is not normal to jump right into a relationship. You guys gotta do this how long? But who said? Yeah. Who said? Yeah, because give if, me a name. If I were to find somebody, <laughs> tell me. <laughs> no, but if I were to find somebody, it's like, am I going to deny myself that whatever it is? Yes, because, because somebody told me I need to wait X amount of yeah. days, which there is no X amount of days, yeah. just because I'm supposed. Like, who am just I? Just because for them, for? in their mind, they are like, no, it's, yeah. you shouldn't. And no, this I is feel, not okay. I feel like I'm guilty of that too. If my friends have a breakup and I'm just like, nah, you just want to have fun mm-hmm. and do you. I yeah. think is different than like people telling you okay, you should probably wait or you should also do this or you should figure this out. Mm -hmm. I think that just, like, confused... Not confused me, but just in society. Why do we put these rules on each other when nobody knows, like, what's going to happen tomorrow? Like, look look at COVID. Like, I never saw that coming. My family went to Japan. Nobody saw that coming. My family went to Japan right before everything happened, and I decided to stay home and watch the doggies, which is fine. Mm -hmm. I had a nice time, went to work, did all the things, but then after the whole world shut down, I really wish that I got to spend that time Mm -hmm. in Japan with my family. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Don't worry, girl. You're going to go to Japan. Yes, it's going to happen again. But still, it's like... I mean, I just look at life like, what if this is my last opportunity? Yeah. Who am I not making the decision that I want for? Yeah. yeah. And I'm not saying like, okay, I need to do this by this time either, but I don't, I don't like how people put that or have put that on me to figure that out. Mm-hmm. Like with their set of rules. Their set of rules, exactly. And it was really mo- Un- about anything. Yeah. I think it's even more hilarious that the people that like to offer their um, advice are the ones in the worst relationships yeah. where they're like the least in con- like consistent yeah. you know what I mean mm-hmm. the least consistent with with their relationship or maybe they think they got their things together I mean it's just like like no one asked for your opinion mm-hmm. though like, that's so weird it's always yeah. easy to be the judge yeah. yeah and you said something yeah. really interesting you said sometimes when people when they get out of a relationship it's like do you but you forget you. Yeah. You don't know yeah. who you yeah. are. And that's mm-hmm. why I totally agree mm-hmm. with taking time for yes. yourself, for sure. And I'm not saying, like, oh, my gosh, I need to do this and I need to rush into something or I need to be with somebody. But it's also, like, you're never going to close yeah. any type of door, whether it's your career, your relationship, just because somebody else tells you to do it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you have to be ready. You and, have to be ready. And only, only and you only know. You and, know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. and so if yeah. somebody wants to tell you, like, oh no but you're not ready and you and your inside you're like but i am like yeah. listen mm-hmm. to what you said in, on the inside yeah. Yeah. because okay? you can still be broken you yes. i feel like you can still be broken but it's 
what are you willing to to do to bring to the relationship mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. you can still have these flaws because we will never be the perfect person yeah. mm-hmm. but are we willing to still try to compromise for relationship because the relationship is all about communication yeah. compromising and not changing everything you are no if mm-hmm. you have a partner that loves you as mm-hmm. you love them you both can it's it's a push and pull right you mm-hmm. can as long as someone i mean my, my philosophy is if you're always trying to work on yourself and be a better version of yourself every day mm-hmm. and your partner's trying to do the same mm-hmm. it will work out yeah. because because you're because you guys are both trying to be better for yourself you're not thinking you need to change this you need to change that mm-hmm. no let me change let me mm-hmm. accept who you are yeah. mm-hmm. and then in turn that's attractive so oh i noticed that i noticed you you do accept me if your partner loves you the same and wants to change and they see that you are working on being a better person being more accepted, Accepting of yeah. my bad habits, more of this and this and that. Yeah. Now that that makes me want to be better and fix these exactly. bad habits that I know you hate. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So you then grow it together. Works yes. Absolutely. You know? But you're not pointing fingers. You're exactly. just change. like let me let me work on me, and then in mm-hmm. turn I can be a better version. And yes. you don't need to be single for 20 years to figure that out mm-hmm. you can be single mm-hmm. for two seconds if you feel comfortable enough to be like i can do that mm-hmm. there's no rules y'all. There's, no rules. there's no rules in life it's not a race yeah and i've known people to like break up multiple times as kids like when they were younger mm-hmm. and then finally find themselves mm-hmm. again or yep. people like couples that have gotten married broke up got divorced the whole nine mm-hmm. and then are now back together mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's just, I mean, life is wild. You just never know. It's yeah. wild. It's yeah. a roller coaster. It's mm-hmm. the unknown. We it's have to the have, unknown. have to have faith in but that. You know, at the end of the day, if you're happy with yourself, your family loves you and yeah. cares for you, and whoever whoever your people are, yeah, love and care for you and support you, you're already ahead of the game by that many, that yes. many steps, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that was awesome. You don't need a college degree. You need yeah. a college degree, and that that was really. <laughs> That was great um, for you to be vulnerable like that too, Quinn. Because yes. you know it's it's not necessary to share that, mm-hmm. but that's definitely a huge thing that's common with everyone. With everyone, I feel like I mean, honestly, especially after twenty twenty, <laughs> couples have gotten together, couples have split. Oh yeah, lots of craziness so happened yeah. in twenty twenty, and, and this kind of stuff will happen yeah. no matter what year it is. Yeah. <laughs> No matter Thank what's you. happening in the world, like people will get mm-hmm. together, people will fall apart, people mm-hmm. will work on relationships or friendships, and mm-hmm. I mean, even us, like together, it's like we through this pandemic, we've gotten yes, this podcast. Mm-hmm. we made this so close. I'm so happy. Yeah, it's yeah. so guys, like even just just the idea of reading this book to just to to elevate ourselves and be better humans. Mm-hmm. Gosh, like. I'm grateful for that to be able to sit here and talk to you guys about that. Yeah. About things that we like and like sharing and like, you know, Mel, like not to kind of put this out there, but it's cute because Mel was just like, guys, I don't understand. I'm like, me neither, girl. I was scared. Like, I was like, so, I was scared yeah. about it. They're like, you guys want to be in a book club? So and then they're like, we're going to read this book yeah. in two days and let's do the, oh, what? <laughs> Yeah. But she did it, and she did it well. Did it. No, Mel, you say you say a lot of really cool stuff, like yeah. all the and time. You know, Thank you. Know, you. It's, to me, it's easy it's when it comes 11. to the heart. Sorry, it's eleven, eleven. Okay, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but, when it comes from the heart, like 
we can talk for hours. Yeah. Sure, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. I mean, that might be what this podcast. This is podcast is supposed to be twenty minutes. Y'all. I know. It's going to be twenty hours. But but no. But the the things we're learning is so profound. Yeah. And, yes. You know, I don't think we realized getting into it no. and deciding to read a Mm-mm. chapter a day. We read the three. It's just three chapters. Yeah. Right? This is what we're it's, whoa. It's. I it's, thought there were ten whoa. pages. I don't know what else. Yeah. That. Yeah. But I mean, anyway, it, let's wrap this up and move on to chapter three. But chapter three is the second agreement. Which is don't take anything personally. So guys, it looks like we have really gotten into the nitty gritty so much so that we really can't keep all of our learnings in one episode. So surprise, we're surprise. gonna split this in half <laughs> and we're gonna do a part two and hit the second agreement of um the four agreements um on a part two. So I guess we're gonna have a Season two, episode two C. <laughs> this would be so interesting. Um, anyways, we um we are so grateful that you guys are tuning in to hear us, and obviously we're gonna release part two, um, not on schedule because we don't usually have a part two. You get so a bonus. You get a little bonus moment. March. I know that you guys miss us. And then stick around for part three and the four. Yes. Or maybe just three. I don't know. Who we knows? don't know. We'll see. We you might take another knows. pause. For yeah, the we just this. we just go with the flow. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, love you guys. Love you. This has been a Soul Tree Music Factory and LiveMusicHawaii.com production. Produced and engineered by Jen J-Rock Wright. Theme song and jingles written by J-Rock and performed by J-Rock, Melanie, and Quinn. Tune artwork of us done by Jen Matsui. And all of our graphics done by (laughs) me. Please follow us on Instagram, Facebook, or Twitter at HeyYouHiThere3 or visit us on our website, HeyYouHiThere3.com. Send us suggestions of things we need to try or let us know how you like the show by emailing us at heyyouhither3 at gmail.com. So basically, listen, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review at Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts. Mm, Bye! Bye.